Washington's got it. Number one, Lewis Jones. You are about to enter the lounge, the sports lounge, with your host, Big Lou, and me, Big Lou's homie, Tony Kelly. You ready for the lounge? Welcome to the Sports Lounge with Big Lou. Born in Venice, California, the son of a preacher man. He went to the University of Washington football team starting as a strong safety and outside linebacker. Big Lou has taken home three Pac-10 titles and two Rose Bowl wins. He had an undefeated season and a national championship in 1991. He's the CEO of Holy Fit 310 trainer to the California Hollywood elite. And now, please give it up for your host, Big Lou. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. I am your host, Big Lou, and I hope you all had a great weekend like I did, Uh, you know, Times are changing, the weather's changing. Hopefully everybody's running around with smiles on, the tops down, uh, getting the cars washed. If you're in that area, washing those rims too, keeping them clean, keeping them clean. Um, man, you know what? I'm super excited to be back with you guys today. My guest in the lounge today, uh, we we spend so much time together. We, we definitely have a history uh, and I'm, I'm definitely honored to have him take time out of his busy day uh, to spend time with us here in the lounge. Uh, we'll drop the name on you in a minute, who it is, uh, just to build a little bit more uh, <laughs> impulse to keep you guys tuned in. Uh, but real quick, you guys, you know what? We're going to go ahead and get right into my, my favorite part of the show, how we always start the show. You know, it's always that time for... And now, with Big Lou's Sports Lounge, chaos on the court. Listen... Uh, NBA is back in full swing right now, and so we're just going to go over a couple of scores from last week, or excuse me, on Sunday, yesterday, and in case you missed it yesterday in the NBA, Celtics and the Pistons played a good match, uh, but the Celtics came away with the win, 113-104. to Raptors got crushed by the Atlanta Hawks, 127-100. to Cleveland Cavaliers is doing the best they can without having Cleveland's own son, LeBron, on site. Uh, Cleveland did get the win over the Wizards, 92-86. to This is all on Saturday, people. Uh, the Spurs got knocked off by the Heat, 133-129. to The Grizzlies took out the Bulls, 116-110. to 126, the Nets knocked off the Bucks uh, by three points, 123. And then the Kings fell to the Nuggets, uh, 115-110. to Switching over to Sunday, the 76ers put a put a whooping on the Knicks, 125 to 109. The Jazz and the Suns had a good battle, but the Jazz were able to pull it out, 118 to 114. The Pacers put up big numbers over the Celtics, 128 to 107. The Pistons and the Hornets go to overtime, and the Pistons were able to edge the Hornets out by one point, 127 to 126. The Clippers and the Rockets again. One point separates the victor. Clippers got that win, 99 to 98. Uh, Mavericks 107 over the Warriors 101. The Nuggets put up a big 124 and shut down the Blazers' offense, 92. And the Pelicans 
knocked off those Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are having a tough go of it this year, but the Lakers uh, did lose pretty bad to the Pelicans, 123-295. In local sports, the Santa Barbara UCSB, Santa Barbara Gauchos basketball team right now, they are sixth in the Big West at 14-6. and six. And it looks like they are on a little roll right now, or roll right now, I should say, winning their last three games. Uh, and their last two victories, both of which were in overtime. And they are back on the hardwood tomorrow uh, versus C. SU Northridge. That's Cal State University of Northridge. You guys get a chance, get out and root on the UCSB basketball team. Obviously, more people in the floor, more people inside creates a much more fun atmosphere to play in. Uh, moving over to the UCSB men's volleyball team as well. They are looking pretty good right now. They are 10 and 4 right now. And again, in the month of February, uh, they have one, two, three, four, five, six wins with one loss. Playing some good ball right now. Uh, the UCSB men's volleyball team, their next match will be this Thursday, March 3rd versus Cal Lutheran. Uh, do yourself a favor. If you want to see some good ball and support our local teams, our local colleges over there in Santa Barbara, make sure you get out there and cheer those guys on and root for them. Uh, obviously, again, more people in the stands makes for a much more fun atmosphere to play in and makes it a little bit more exciting to go and watch as well. Um, that is what we have in terms of local sports and NBA over the weekend. Uh, and I'm going to jump right into it right now, guys. And my guest in the lounge today, we go back to 1991. This gentleman, you know what? Let me just do it this way. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and just jump it out there. My guest in the lounge today, guys, is, is longtime coach, uh, Coach Ron Milas, defensive back coach specialist. And our paths first crossed uh, University of Washington in 1991, uh, of which Coach Milas also played at the University of Washington as well uh, during his college time. So, you know, like, like most of us that have that opportunity to play competitive sports, uh, in college and beyond, it's always nice to be able to go back and give back to the university or the high schools for that matter that, you know, give gave us an opportunity to get out there and showcase our talents um, and then go back and, and teach these guys, you know, what we had the opportunity to learn when we were in that position as well. And I just want to give you guys a little bit more of a background on Coach Milas. Um, He's, he's coached defensive backs. He's now currently with the Indianapolis Colts, but before the Colts, he spent majority of his time with the San Diego Chargers, now the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, from the Chargers, he graduated over to the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, and from the Raiders, he has now found his, found his new home with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and I don't know if those DBs really understand how lucky they are to have a coach like Coach Milas. Uh, again, we, we go back to, you know, Coach was a, was a young man, when oh, we, yeah. when we, our paths crossed at the University of Washington, and here we are, you know, some 20 years later, uh, and he's still doing his thing and, and having success doing it, um, which is an amazing feat in itself. Uh, so, you know, let me just get out the way right here. Just, you know, guys, put your hands together. Welcome him into the lounge for us today. <laughs> coach Ron Miles, Coach. Hey. hey. I'm so grateful. Thank you for taking time to join us in the lounge today, man. How's things going for you? You know what? It's going very well for me. I, you know, the, the biggest thing is that I was able to find some work. You know, that uh, that month of January, whereas uh, I was out there 
after uh, after we, after the season with the Raiders, trying to look for basically work. And I was you know fortunate enough that uh, Gus Bradley uh, was able to land a job here with the Colts, and he felt uh, felt strong enough that Ron Miles should be coming along uh, along with him. Well, you know what? I mean, that's that just shows that that Gus Bradley right there, he's a sharp man to keep you on staff. Coach. <laughs> uh, so definitely glad to see that you're still out there putting in the good work, putting in the grind. Uh, and congratulations to you for, for getting another opportunity uh, to, to stay up there and teach these guys what, you know, what you have inside your head between the ears uh, and see if we can get these guys to play a little bit better while we're out there. Well, the one the one thing they do have, they got talent here. When I say they, we we have talent here with with the Colts. I mean, we've got some guys that have uh, gone on to Pro Bowls. Uh, well, hell, uh, Kenny Kenny Moore, he's done a hell of a job here over time. I'm just trying to get it get him to just to stay where he's at. So I'm not coming to a, a situation where the covers are bare. Let's just put it that way. Right, right. I'm with you, Coach. Now let me let me ask you this. Uh, I'm curious because you know. I like to joke about my, my professional career. You know, I, I, I say, you know, I, I did get to the CFL and I, I was there long enough that my, my cup of coffee never got cold. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, but in the same respect, what's the big difference for you seeing or, or coaching and working with these, these, these young men? And I say young in terms of the college guys who are extremely talented. A lot of them, as you have seen and worked with, uh, you're now coaching with and against a lot of these guys in the NFL. What's the big difference that you have noticed and experienced between coaching in the college ranks and then going into the to the NFL ranks to the top, the, the, the highest level of all to coach? Most of these guys are just a little bit more mature. I mean, obviously, when you're in college, you're not that far away from your high school days. And, uh, and I, I can remember this. Now, Lou, it wasn't so much you. I had some other guys. I was about to say that. Don't you start telling no tales. Don't you dare start. I can remember doing this. There were times where I literally had to go up to Kane Hall and just to make sure guys were in class. Right. You know? Absolutely. I mean, that's the stuff that's that's different. I mean, a little bit more mature. But coaching them is really very similar. You know, obviously, it's more of a collaborative effort here. I can't go, you know, get, get into them like I used to get into them with uh, – with the, the kids at the college level talking about hard coaching, but this is more of uh, coaxing them to do it the right way. I like to say this, I, I paper cut them to death. I don't, I don't dagger them. I paper cut a guy and <laughs> it, it hurts, but you heal, you heal quick. Yeah. But if I went in at them real hard, that'd be something different. And in college football, you tend to do that a little bit more hard. Absolutely. Now yeah. for those of you who may not have experienced or know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of paper cuts through the years and they, they do heal, but they are the most, one of the most nagging little things to have to deal with. And just when you think you got past it, something will come up. Maybe you yep. get a little grease, a little, okay. a little oil or something on top of that oh, paper yeah. cut. And oh, it's yeah. just enough to remind you like, oh, doggone it. Well, well that's what Coach Miles is for. <laughs> the paper I'm the cutter in the wound at times. <laughs> the paper cutter, I love it. You yeah. know, let me ask you this, Coach, and I, I, I'm asking you this question coming up because I want our listeners to understand the student mentality of the game. And you know, we have a lot of guys out there who are extremely talented, right? They just have that natural raw something that you just can't teach. Whether it's courage, uh, the ability to 
to understand where they are on the field, breaking on balls. Uh, and then there's the mentality, the student mentality aspect of the game in terms of understanding who we're playing and what they're trying to do against us. How much of the difference of the two, the student mentality aspect of the game versus just natural raw ability and talent plays a role in the NFL? Is it is it harder to get guys to be more tuned in in the student mentality part because they're so they're so much further along in terms of natural athletic talent and ability or do you find that even the guys who have all the natural raw skills have just as much uh tenacity on the student aspect of the game well here's what i will say okay at the end of the day uh it's still about you know tackling throwing the ball and all those kind of good things but you still have got to be a student of the game, kind of like what you're talking about. What I've found over time, uh, the guys with the most athletic ability are not always the best players. That's just like when you were growing up, there's probably a kid or two when you were growing up was probably a better athlete than you were, Lou. Okay, Absolutely. But up here, it wasn't quite the same. The same thing, same thing is here at the National Football League level. Um, I've, I've had first rounders with all the, all the talent in the world, but they can't put it all together. And then there's the, there's the free agent for whatever reason, they're hungry. They're willing to learn. They're that. They're 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 just eating up everything you basically say. They have enough ability, and they are able to flourish and then take it to the next level. The perfect example is uh, Chris Harris, who was uh, with the Denver Broncos for a number of years. I want to oh, say yeah. he made him at the All Decade team. I mean, at the end of the day, he came in, came into our, our our organization, and I think it was 2011 when I was with the Broncos as a undrafted free agent may have gotten $1,500 as far as the signing bonus was concerned and then turned that 1500 into whatever he's made in his career. And, uh, but part of that is he has the, he had the right mentality. He had the mentality and he had the, the, the wherewithal to, to, to figure it out in the classroom as well as on the field. And then there's other, those, those guys you see with uh, height, weight, speed, but just can't put it all together. And is, and at some point I know the NFL not for long, at some point, they weed themselves out. Right. And, uh, and I think that's, that's exactly what happens at the high school level. It happens at the college level. And it definitely happens at this level. Those guys that can't figure it out, they'll get weeded out. Absolutely. You know what, Coach? It, we're at that moment right now, and, and people know listening to the show, we have to take a quick break. That's how we pay the bills mm-hmm. around here. Otherwise, right. I said it last week, we'll be doing the show in the dark. Uh, right. hey guys, you're listening to Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. We're in the lounge with Coach Ron Milas. We will be right back.
sure to join Big Lou in the Sports Lounge every Monday at 12 p.m. Rebroadcast Monday at 10 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m., and Saturday night at 8 p.m. Get into the lounge. And I'm Malin. We are the Dynamic Duo Agents with the agency. We are longtime residents of Los Angeles West Side. We love getting to know our clients on a personal level and work tirelessly to find you the perfect home. They're honest, approachable, and level-headed. They bring a reputation for patience, persistence, and excellent negotiating skills. Alice and Malin are dedicated to help all their clients achieve homeownership. Give them a call, whether buying or selling. Alice and Malin are the real deal. And be sure to check out what they're up to on Instagram at Alice and Malin. The Sports Lounge can be found on your radio dial at 96.9 FM and AM 1290 KZSB. As I wake up from this crazy dream I hope that things remain as they seem Cause as I wake up from this crazy dream Oh, this dream Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sports Lounge right here on the AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. In the lounge today is with longtime, I can say friend now, was a coach of mine uh, through college. We kind of went through the maturation process together as player coach. Uh, and he has blown his career up into being uh, a staple in the NFL, coaching defensive backs on the highest level possible. He's here with us, Coach Ron Milas. Uh, spent some time with the with the Las Vegas Raiders, a huge majority of his coaching career with the San Diego Chargers. He has now been brought on to the Indianapolis Colts and is going to make a huge uh, impact there with those guys. Uh, and Coach, let's just jump right into that with where you are now and I'm, I'm going to ask you you spent the majority of your career with the Chargers who was one of your favorite who was one of your favorite players to coach while you were with the Chargers I think that was an easy one he's there now uh I don't know if you guys heard you guys heard, heard of Derwin James absolutely he reminds me of myself absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean he's he's unbelievable okay when I say this and I've said this to other people at times is that you know how good a player he is he's a better person than a, than a player and so when you can say that about a guy who's a, a top-notch football player, that he's a better person, there's something be there's something there. The one thing I like about DJ, you can coach him hard. He never goes into the into the tank. Uh, he's as far as practice is concerned, he's probably the hardest working working guy out there on the field. Um, walkthroughs in his mind are like games. I mean, I'm talking about bent knees, the communication. Sometimes walkthroughs. Uh, they, they go through the motion uh, like you did at times at, with the U- University of Washington. Just went hey, through the motion. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny the statement in question. <laughs> no, this guy, this guy was different. Now that was one. Now, now the other guy that that I'm kind of fond of too is now Eric Weddle. Now what he just did uh, this this past uh, month, if you want to call it that, coming yeah. off the couch playing basketball, uh, 
to coming in and being a, a crucial factor for what they did to, to make to win the Super Bowl, that's unbelievable. Because I always thought of Eric as this. Now, check this out. He is probably one of the best athletes you've ever been around, meaning if you guys are playing ping pong, he's probably the best ping pong player. If you're playing golf, he's right there with you if you're a good golfer. If you're bowling, he's probably rolling a, a 300 with you. Uh, if you're playing ball, uh, he, you know what he's going to do playing ball. Uh, he's like that. He's like a, a a master of everything. We used to have a guy at the University of Washington who uh, who was there before you. It was Mo Hill. I don't know if you know yeah, Mo. I know Lonzo. Well, yeah. okay. well, master of everything. That's what how I see. That's how I see uh, uh, Weddle. He was a master of everything. So those two are probably a, a couple of the guys that really think of. Uh, well, DJ is going to establish himself. Eric's already done that. He's going right back into retirement. But those were two of the guys, especially at the safety position. I, I, one of the another guy who I, I think never really got his due because of the injuries is uh, I'm going to give him a throw a name out there. See if you know it, uh, Jason Barrett. Interesting, unbelievable. I, I I remember hearing the name, but I don't remember. I don't recall. Well, because, I mean, I'm assuming it's due to the injury. Uh, uh, injuries. Injuries. It was yeah. Multiple multiple injuries. But when he's when he's on. He's as good as anybody I've ever coached. When I say that, this guy came in at, from TCU, uh, you know, running sub sub four four, athletic as heck, uh, loves the game of football. He just came in; his body really has failed him over time. But if that guy's healthy, he's a household name. I mean, I, I'm telling you, the first day we we got him in training camp, I can remember right now. My assistant at the time, we're in one on one, and we look at each other and we go, uh huh. Got one, so it was wow. like that day one. But wow. you know, obviously he's he's been injured. Uh, I got injured. What uh, was it last year with an Achilles? He's had a knee. He's had a couple shoulders. But when he when he was on, he was one of my favorites as far as just athletic ability and ability to play the game at a high level. You know, coach. It, it, one thing I want to bring up so our, our listeners can understand, people who follow the show, who watch all the podcasts on, of the show as well, is the the durability of, of these athletes that you guys are out there coaching and training. Uh -huh. And can, can you talk a little bit about how they get themselves prepared in the off season? And I ask this question because most people don't really take into account everything that they do in terms of dotting the I's and crossing the T's, the amount of film study, the amount of study in the plays, the adjustments on the fly. And this is all in the off season before we even get to the season, because people are so, you know, caught up in what they see on Sundays and yeah. what these guys are able to do that they don't realize the amount of work that these guys put in to be able to perform like that week in and week out uh, with the physicality of, of the game of, of football. Can, can you tell them a little bit about how, you know, what's the off season like for some of these guys, yeah. how they get physically prepared for well, that, that 17 week season? Most, most of these guys have got their own trainer or someone who's, who's going to work with them. So they are spending their hard-earned money uh, on their body. Their body is their business at the end of the day. And so they may take off, uh, you know, three or four weeks right after the season just to heal up. But as soon as that, that, that maybe even mid-February or at the beginning of February, it's back on. And, it, it is, and normally those guys are either going somewhere, uh, meaning Arizona, Florida, where all those, even California, where all those training centers are at, and spending their hard-earned money uh, trying to get themselves better. Um, even in the off season, we even had kids come in. When I say kids, players come into the office 
and they worked with our people. We weren't per se able to, you know, go through film and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, they were there. They knew that, uh, at least I knew that they were working at their craft, meaning that they were putting the time for when it comes around to September, they're ready to go. Now, the one thing that I would say, you know, the game of football, um, and, and I, I kid with people at, at times now, is really, it really is a big man's game. When I think about it now, uh, even some of the some of the corners I've had in the past, the the, the smaller guys eh, at times they tend to get hurt. The bigger guys they 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 tend to stay a little bit more healthy. And uh, and I've kind of I've kind of grown to the fact you know with with Gus Bradley and what they did with the Seahawks, you can see how what Richard Sherman looks like. He's six foot three and he's two hundred and some odd pounds, right? Right. Okay. Right. That's 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 uh and that's extreme as far as corner is concerned. Six foot three, but the six foot guy is what we're looking for. Not so much the guys that look like me. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, for, for those of you who are wondering, Coach Miles is he's just a hair under six feet tall. Well, well a little know. bit more, a little less than that. I'm, I'm a five nine and some quarter and a quarter. But, uh, <laughs> but look, I, I, I can tell you this, I, you know, Coach, we we dug up some old film on you back in the day. Uh, Oh, brother. And, and I, I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you ever had any questions, Coach Miles could bring it back in the day. And I'm see if I can remind you of this, Coach. We were in the Husky weight room one day. We were all screwing around, getting our lifts in, but having a good time with what we did. Uh, and I, I want to say it was myself, uh, Dave Kilpatrick, who was one of our, our inside back oh, yeah. safety at the time. Uh, and it might have been Tommy Smith actually, who was our other strong safety, but we were giving Coach Miles a hard time, and somebody, I think it was maybe 335, 335 to 350 on, on the bench press, and, you know, we used to always give Coach Miles a hard time, you know, we're young, Coach Miles is in his late 20s, maybe early 30s at the time, and we're like, Coach Miles, there's no way you can get up under this bar and move this weight, and I'm going to tell you all right now, without hesitation, <laughs> no warm-up, he sat himself right up on that bench press, took it off the rack, Hit it a few times and put it back. Looked at us like we were crazy and walked out. You, you know what? I can remember that. The other guy that might have been there because he used to call me Ronnie Big Chess is Tony Parrish. Tony, so, pa- Tony, Parrish. <laughs> Look, so, Tony, Tony was hey, that's Ronnie Big Chess. <laughs> Ronnie Big Chess. And for those of you who don't know, Tony Parrish obviously uh, he played in the NFL for a good while. Spent a lot of that time with the Chicago Bears, um, and he was an amazing athlete in himself um and you know i talked to him i randomly ran into him one day in a sushi sushi restaurant somewhere in west hollywood and it was the biggest reunion for a moment and everybody in the in the in the restaurant was looking at us like we were about to fight because we were staring at each other like i know you no i know you that's like tony the sweet lou and it was this massive hug sushi yeah. flying everywhere soy sauce was flying everywhere and it was a great time listen guys I'm sitting here in the lounge with my old coach, friend, NFL defensive back coach extraordinaire, Coach Ron Miles. Uh, he is now with the Indianapolis Colts, about to embark on another fun season of NFL. Um, we're getting ready for the combine as well. Uh, so we're going to come back. we got to take a quick break. We're going to come back and pick Coach Miles' brain, uh, see what, what they're looking at, how they evaluate talent in the combine. Um, and see what he has to say about that and who they may or may not have their eye on. I don't want them to give anything away because everybody will be listening. But, hey, this is Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290, KZSB, and 96.9 FM. We will be right back. But here I am lost all up inside my brain. Can't stop thinking, reminiscing. 
can't stop, can't let go. Oh, oh, oh. But when I wake up, and one day I will do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip of the day, ROI, stands for our three favorite words, return on investment. It is key to know your exit strategy. Buy a property that has some upside. When doing construction, make sure you think about resale value. Our best advice is that you can always change the house, but you can never change the location. Choose wisely as a buyer. Give them a call, whether buying or selling. Alice and Malin are the real deal. And be sure to check out what they're up to on Instagram at Alice and Malin. Welcome back to the lounge, the sports lounge with Big Lou. And now, here's your host, Big Lou. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM Santa Barbara News Press Radio. In the lounge today, it's my my longtime now friend, ex-coach of mine from college. Uh, man, when we, we, when we did it in college, we did it with the best. And he was definitely one of the best out there. Uh, coincidentally, when we did win that national championship in 1991, we led all categories, I believe, on the defensive side of the ball in terms of uh, rushing yards allowed, we were number one. Um, interceptions, I believe we were number one there as well. Uh, and points scored, or points allowed. Um, and that was a lot due to, obviously, the, the people that we had on the field, the amount of depth that we had in the program at that time. And our coaching staff was, you know, they were, they were the best of the best at the end of the day compared to no, like there's nobody out there that could see what we were doing from, from the head coach all the way down to our graduate assistants and the training room. Uh, we were so fortunate to have all of those guys. And I got my, our, my, my actual DB coach in the lounge with me today, coach Ron Miles. Uh, he's now with the Indianapolis Colts and uh, coach, you know, my, my co-host and our other guys here in the lounge got some questions for you as well. So we're going to pass the mic over to, to my co-host, uh, big news, homie, Tony Kelly. And he's got a question or two for you, coach. All right. Coach. It is an honor for, to have you in the lounge today because I, I'm working with a guy right now that's sitting here listening to this show, and he is a diehard Colts fan. And he just wanted to say he is so excited <laughs> that you're uh, joining the staff. Well, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said before, uh, excited about this opportunity to, to come to an organization who is it's heading that way. It's heading in the right direction. And so um, – Hopefully we'll get there in this, this coming season. We have no doubt that you will. What my question is for you, Coach, and just to pull the curtain back for some of our listeners, with the free agency uh, market, 
about to open. The draft is coming up. Can you take our listeners behind the scenes a little bit, pull the curtain back, and what that process is for DB coach and the coaching staff, the evaluation process, and what type of player you guys are looking at based on the scheme that you guys are going to be uh, playing this season? Right. Well, I can, I can say this. I know from the first day I, I arrived here, uh, Chris Ballard, who's the GM, He's, he's really harped on the fact that the guy that we, the guy's the kind of guy that we want to bring in, especially in the secondary, he's got to have the ability to turn the ball over. Now, the number in which uh, Chris has used over time is 40 turnovers, be it by interceptions, be it by cause fumbles. 40 turnovers is that is the number you're looking for to be an elite on the defensive side of the ball. And and I, I can say this: uh, the Colts have have gotten close as far as those turnovers are concerned. So the kind of guy that's gonna, that we're going to be looking for in the back end is the guy who has a history of turning the ball over. Um, the guy that uh, has I – always, I always said this to our, to our players. I asked them, how many interceptions have you had since your high school days? And I'm talking about you, you went four years of high school. You've, generally, those guys have either gone three to four years of college and whatever year – how many years they've been in the National Football League, how many interceptions do you have? Those guys that tell the, that come up with the, the number of, uh, I think I got six. That's a lot. That's not enough. You know, the guy that comes up and says, yeah, I think I got uh, 20, I think about 28, uh, no, 32. Okay, that's the guy we're looking for. The guy's got a history of turning the ball over. Because generally, I like to use the analogy, they, uh, you know, like a dog, in, in, for instance. If he doesn't bite as a puppy, he's not going to bite. And when he's a when he's a big dog, so they don't bring they don't have that ability to turn the ball over as a high school or a, or a college uh, type of defender. They're probably not bringing those turnovers with them. So that's the kind of guy we're looking for. Now, the, what the process is, uh, it's been interesting because this was a late start for me because uh, I got the job a little bit later than uh, some of these uh, some of the other guys, some of the teams that didn't have any turnover. Uh, we're looking at quite a few dudes. I mean, I can't tell you the names, but I will say this. Uh, they gave me a list of, oh, in somewhere of 35 to 40 guys in the, in the college draft. I'm not going to be able to see them all prior to the, to the combine. But by the time the draft comes, uh, comes along, I, I would have evaluated 30 to 40 uh, uh, defensive bats, be it corners or strong safeties, free safeties in the draft. So that's, the kind of, that's, that's where we're at right now. And then free agency. I, I was I was delivered a, a list of guys that uh, that fit the bill a lot. Not so much. It's got to be the whole picture. When I say this, I'm talking about the ability to play on the on the tape as a free agent. I mean, he's done it at the NFL level, but do the background on it. Is he does he like football? Does he practice? OK, you got to ask his former coaches. How is he in the classroom? Those are the kind of guys we're, we're, we, we, we dig into. Uh, those guys that 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 don't practice, that that don't really like football, they've had a history of of injury. They've they've got some off the field issues, and we're probably going to steer away when it's all said and done. So if I'm I'm a DB coach uh, that's that's done this for a long period of time, that's the kind of guy that I've been looking for all along. Um, you know, not so much got to be the most high profile profile guy, just the guy that will fit the needs in which we want to play or how we want to play here in Indy. I hope I answered that question. That was fantastic. Thank you. And uh, my friend is sitting here smiling from ear to ear because that's what he wanted to hear, Coach. <laughs> right? 
That's perfect. Justin, go ahead. Let's get your question in real quick. I know, you know, that one of the funny things about this show, Coach, and, and I'm lobbying for it. I'm going to send a strongly worded email to our station manager and see if I can't push for more time on the show. Um, but, Justin, I wanted to make sure we get your question as well for Coach Minus. I know Coach Minus has got things to do as well. Uh, being new in Indy, he wants to get his feet set in stone there uh, and start making, you know, etching his pathway out uh, there as well. Go ahead, Justin. You got it. Well, we talked off there. You know, I got a, a home field stake in here because I'm a big Colts fan. Uh, you right. talked a little bit about the uh, the general manager, and, you know, the Colts have a notorious unselfish culture out there, you know, right. with guys from the top of Frank Reich all the way down to Chris Bauer, you know, every defensive and position and, and then every player there. So I want to know how do you, what do you bring to the table and how do you form personal connection with these players coming into a new team like this? Well, that's an interesting question. I think that's the probably the biggest thing that I've got to be able to do. I've got to prove to these guys that I'm worthy to coach them. Because here's what I'll tell you, okay? If, uh, every year, even even if I've had a kid for a, a number of years, I always got to ask for, for permission to coach. You got to ask for permission because they're not just going to give it. If they do give it to me, I don't give it back to them. But I got to prove myself how I am in the room every day, if I'm organized or not, how am I going to coach these guys on the field? And I just got to be consistent. It can't be too far over the top, but it can't be so far down here where, where they, they're not really respecting what I'm talking about. So at the end of the day, I've got to bring energy every day, meaning on the field. Uh, that's part of the reason I try to just try to stay in shape uh, with that bench press sometimes, uh, Lou. There okay. you go, coach. But, <laughs> but, I got to be able to keep up with these guys. Now, you know, heck, I'm 58 years old, uh, going into the year 23, uh, but I still got to keep myself young enough and relatable to these guys, where they feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, Milo's right. Okay, I'm going to do exactly what he's what he's talking about, and if I can get that uh, conveyed, then I'm going to have some success, or we're going to have some success. Thank you, coach. I know that's right. And, and listen, people, I, I want to know for those of you who can't see and might not see the show on YouTube or any of our podcast sites uh, with the video, let me tell you right now, Coach Miley said he's 58. He doesn't look a day over 22. So whatever <laughs> you're doing, Coach, we definitely have a book that you can write that will be a bestseller on how to keep it young uh, right. as we get older. Listen, guys, we have to take another quick break. Uh, this is Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM, Santa Barbara News Press Radio. We will be right back. In the Lounge, the Sports Lounge with Big Lou. Our sponsors this week are Alice and Malin with the agency. Their passion for architecture and interior design keeps them in the know about up-and-coming properties. These girls have the inside scoop on the L.A. market. Give us a call. We're ready to work for you. Give them a call, whether buying or selling. Alice and Malin are the real deal. And be sure to check out what they're up to on Instagram, at Alice and Malin. 
Just follow the f***ing show. Voila. Voila. Yeah. I'm only coming out to play. Nothing more that I hate in this life. The wrong impression. I only have one to make. You can open your palm, waiting to catch a break. The cards are far where they may. And what about me? I believe in fate. Huh. They want to know where I'll be in five. Huh. But what about today? Welcome back. In case you missed it, I am Big Lou, the host of the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and 96.9 FM. And in the lounge today, if you missed it earlier, we have Coach Ron Milas, longtime uh, defensive back coach with the San Diego Los Angeles Chargers, uh, spent some time with the Las Vegas Raiders. He has now uh, been brought on to continue doing great things with the Indianapolis Colts and he has taken time out of his busy day to join us in the lounge. It's been super fun having Coach in the lounge and reminiscing. For those of you who don't know, Coach Ron Miles was my actual position coach uh, in college when we were doing our thing at the University of Washington, Go Huskies. Um, coach, you know, what, real quick, one last quick question. What is some advice that you were given that has helped you in your career? Oh, that is a good question, golly. Uh, I, I mean, it sounds cliche as biggest thing is treat people the way you want to be treated. Uh, treat the players, the people around the building uh, with respect from the guy that's uh, the janitor to the guy that's uh, well, help the owner of the team. And you try to you try to treat those guys in the same uh, same realm, and you're gonna you're gonna find yourself having some some sort of success. You're gonna have guys that are gravitating to you. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I've had some, you know, I've had some situations uh, in my coaching career where it wasn't always that way. Where I, I'm dealing with uh, 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 a gentleman or two that it was all about them, or they want to be degrading to the coaches, and then that's that's hard to go into work every day that way. And I can just remember there were some times where I got to work, and when I opened the door, I did this. <sighs> okay, how am I going to get through this day? And uh, that's not how it should be at, the, at whatever level, be it uh, uh, Pop Warner, high school, college, or even at the level in which I'm coaching now. It should be whereas it is now, right? Dang near skipped to the door. And I'm, I can't wait to what's going to happen. Something, I'm going to give a gustism. Something good's going to happen today. And he's, and, and that's how he goes about his business. And it's, and I think it permeates throughout our, our defensive staff who, who that vibe goes to the players. And, uh, and again, this is our third organization together. And when I say that, Gus, Richard Smith, and myself, we were with the Chargers. Then we went to the Raiders. And now we're here with the Colts. And there's something to be said about that's the way to go about business, to have some success, okay? Treat people the right way. And uh, from, the, from the lowest man on the pole to the highest man on the pole, and you'll find yourself in pretty good shape. That's amazing, Coach. You know, it reminds me of, a, of another way of saying that also is, you know, it's if, if we put good energy out there, it's going to come mm -hmm. back. I call it the mm -hmm. boomerang effect. You mm -hmm. know? And, you mm -hmm. know, again, it's, you know, you, you already touched on it. Treat people the way you want to be treated and, and you will see that you will have better success in our relationship that we build with people as we go through this thing called life. Um, yeah. 
How can people find you, keep up with you, stay updated with what you got going on, social media, all that good stuff? Let us have all that so we can stay up with you and and, and now your new journey with the Colts. Well, hey, God, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a guy that's on social media that much. I've got a Facebook account and yeah, I'll post every once in a while. I think I even got an Instagram account, but I've never posted it on Instagram. <laughs> Ever, <laughs> never. So I, I'll look to see what everybody else is doing uh, out there in the world. I got to a point in my life, uh, it was like, uh, I want to say it was three years ago, and I was down in Florida, and I was at a seminar, it was my, it was my agent, uh, Brian Levy, he had brought in a bunch of speakers, and it was, I don't know how many coaches were down in, uh, uh, outside of Miami, it must have been 60 of us, and there was a, there was, there was a lady that got up and started uh, talking about, you know, you should be out there more, as far as the social media and how to go about doing it where it's not coming off in a negative way. I just never got into never got into it. I didn't have a Facebook account until two years ago. Wow, so, coach. That's yeah. crazy. Hey, coach, we got to shut it down. We got like 10 seconds left on this thing. I want to send a big shout out to you, Coach Miles. Thank you for uh, joining us in the lounge today. Thank you, coach. Guys, this has been the Sports Lounge right here on AM 1290 KZSB and... The Sports Lounge with Big Lou is brought to you by Evolve Entertainment. The Sports Lounge with Big Lou's executive producers are Jeremiah Higgins and Lewis Jones. I am the commentator and co-host, Tony Kelly. The Sports Lounge with Big Lou's master sound engineer is Dr. D, a.k.a. Richard Dugan. See you next week. In the lounge, the sports lounge with Big Lou. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.